Fight for the things that you care about, but do it in a way that will lead others to join you. And that quote is by Ruth Bader Ginsburg. you are my smith forge me into the servant you want me to be hit me hard enough to brush the scale and impurities from my life draw out my life to the length that you would have it make me tough enough to resist persecution and temper me so that i am hard enough to withstand temptations lord as i go through life put me back into the fire from time to time to repair me as i'm get blemished from sin and when my life is over and the fires of my life are all quenched. Grant me a home in heaven with you. Amen. 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 Right on. All right. How you doing, Alan? I'm doing well. Man, it feels like forever. Yeah, it I, actually it just, really does. It yeah. Just last weekend. I know. This week's been, I don't want to say long, but it's been very cool. Work's been crazy for me. A lot of testing and, you know, then we course we have a little two-year-old and he wants to get into help excuse me he wants to help with everything (laughs) yeah so there's that to contend with as well you know we didn't do the the weekend this weekend or this week yeah we didn't do the weekend so that that kind of threw me off as well i have an episode that i need to put up though because i've been lazy right row yeah (laughs) i'm working on a logo for my sister and so in hollywood yes she's a director nice when are we going to have her on talk about the hollywood life Uh, i don't know i don't know uh, the brushing. So the brushing is kind of uh, knocking the impurities off of our work. And from last week, uh, we had some impurities now? Or maybe not. I wouldn't say impurities. I wouldn't say impurities. I don't know. I was just using that word because Fe- it's... Feedback. Feedback, yes. Yes. I don't know what the feedback was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't write it down. Oh, my goodness. Uh, no, I mean, I think... So we had... Uh, Dan had, had talked to me, and I'm, I think he talked to you, too, Um and just gave us like a couple notes uh, regarding the last podcast and some some of the things that we had said and maybe not worded them correctly. Uh, and that's what I, in the message Dan and I were sending back and forth, that's what I had said. It was like, well, you know, I didn't mean it that way. I meant it more like and we're, this. And we were, it was pride. Pride, we yeah. Working yeah. with pride. And, uh, you know, again, I kind of wonder, is it is it that pride about the heart? Because it's hard. That's a... You can be, I don't want to say proud. I do want to say proud. Like, I'm proud of my son. I'm proud of my kids, right? Um, right. But it's the heart in which you say it. It's not boastfulness. So I think that, you know, I think it's where, it, where the, the heart is when you use proud. But yeah. We, we just want to make sure that we're, we're not boastful. We are true. very different. We definitely, most unequivocally. Oh, you just in, used in a big word. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, just, I, I paid $5 for that one. Um, that, you know, God has given us something to work with and given mm-hmm. us a platform. Yes. And we're very thankful for what he's done for us in this life, in our life with this, with the uh, mighty anvil and where we're going with it. And, you know, just let his will be done through this. Yes. And I'm asking that as, as I'm saying it, you know, just let God's will be, will be done with this and, and let him speak through us and use this as a platform for him. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just to touch on what Dan was saying so that, you know, listeners are probably wondering like, well, what did he say? Um, so he was saying that pride is synonymous with sin, 
it will synonymous with worth and that therefore pride is also a sin. He said, uh, furthermore, he said, when we say that we're proud in the stance of the leadership factory, when we were talking about Gary Gregory's book, it's more of look what I did and not God. So when we do that and say, well, I'm proud of, so like I think my exact quote was, I'm proud of what I've done because I know my job so well, I was able to train somebody else and they're able to excel. Mm -hmm. And by me saying that, the way that I, the way that I took his uh, feedback, the way that, by me saying that, all of a sudden now I take God out, out of the equation. Now I'm saying that, well, I did it. I'm taking credit means that the exaltation and the honor and the praise, I'm taking it. Mm -hmm. God's not, God's getting none of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so with that being said, so that's why I was like, well, I, you know, I didn't mean it that way. And he's, you know, he said, I, I know your heart. I know you didn't mean it that way. But so I think it's, it's just more of a, be careful with the way that I word things. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Some other, uh, other good news on the brushing. Uh, I am 60% funded for, um, for the LA dream center trip coming up in June. Right on. That's exciting. So for all of y'all that have helped me out, uh, good things are coming. Uh, there I'm, I've got, we've already discussed that I'm going to do a zoom call for those over a particular, uh, funding level mm -hmm. and a daily text to kind of give them since they, since as pastor Steve said, having them be a part of it, yeah. you know, uh, because they're helping you get there. They, it's, it's a way for them to be a part of this, of the, the helping or the, the serving. So, uh, just kind of giving daily updates on text and, uh, zoom calls, uh, for other individuals. That's uh, kind of what we're doing. I'm also thinking about having a, a page on Facebook so that they okay. can kind of see as we go along through the day. But yeah, uh, thank you for everybody that's helped out. I still got 40% to, to go. So if um, y'all can help me out, um, no, I sure awesome. would appreciate it. Yeah. So uh, we have a special, I think I call, I'm going to call this a special treat. We have uh, a gentleman who goes to Grace Point Family Church in Anna. Uh, he has a beautiful family, beautiful wife. He is a servant leader. He and his wife servant lead uh, together in our usher greeter team. And his son plays a lot of baseball and he looks like. I'm forgetting the guy's Scotty name. Scotty McCreary. Scotty McCreary. <laughs> yes, he looks like Scotty McCreary. Country singer. Yes. Welcome to the show, Mr. Mike Lynn. Uh, well, thank you so much. Yeah. I'm just honored and privileged to be here with you gentlemen. And uh, when I was asked to, to come and, and, and spend some time, I just was uh, ecstatic with excitement and just glad to be here. Yeah, right as on. a couple others, uh, you, as you mentioned, ecstatic so much that we didn't get to sleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That's my every Friday night and the Saturday morning. I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to let Alan down. I can just imagine. Hey, right. Scott, where are you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was the one that showed up late today. <laughs> no, no, we're not judging. <laughs> we saved that for Monday. Yeah. Uh, so, Mike, is there anything you want to, like, go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are, church life? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I was I was saved at the age of fourteen, okay. so um, and I was attending an assembly of God. This was in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm originally from here, from Plano, Texas, and we moved to Phoenix, and uh, I got uh, got saved uh, at the age of fourteen. And uh, y'all, I actually had had my mother has just recently reminded me that I had uh, some some thoughts and, and, and feelings towards wanting to get into the ministry at some day. Mm -hmm. Now, here I am, you know, 40 years later, 54 years old, 
you know, and, and I thought, I'll keep thinking, God, is there ever going to potentially be a door that opens up to where, you know, you might lead me through that path? And, yeah. you know, but who knows? Uh, as of right now, um, still kind of waiting, but just continuing to, to serve in, 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 in our current church. Um, then we, I ended up attending uh, a Baptist church for 20 years when I moved back here from, I went to college in Arizona. Moved back to Texas, went to uh, attended a Baptist college or a Baptist uh, church for 20 years. And then, uh, unfortunately, oh gosh, back in 2010, my wife and I of, of uh, 20 years who I met in a youth group, mm-hmm. my high school oh, nice. sweetheart. Yeah, she ended up kind of just going down a different path. Sure. And she wasn't really on that straight path where I wanted to or was just continue to grow my faith. And we ended up uh, getting a divorce. And, and then I moved up here to Frisco. Uh, and started attending Elevate Life Church, mm-hmm. um, maybe dating a little bit. My parents, uh, they attended uh, the uh, Covenant Church in Carrollton okay. with Pastor Keith and Pastor Mike Hayes. And when pa- Pastor Keith and Sheila were associate pastors back there in the 90s, mm-hmm. my parents were um, singing in choir. And they went uh, 97 or 98 when, when Pastor Hayes and, and uh, the Crafts, when they all went to Israel, yeah. My parents went with them okay. then, so there's some history there, and so my sure. parents have followed Pastor Keith, and and um, so when I moved back up here, moved up here in Frisco, after my wife and I got a divorce, from, I was living in East Texas, new beginnings for me, and I uh, got plugged into Elevate Life Church uh, for the last 10 years. It's been such a blessing, Pastor Keith and his leadership, and, you know, the mighty men, and just, you know, men of warriors, and just, you know, doing life together as men has been such exactly what I needed. Going through a 20-year marriage and then a divorce, you know, I was like, God, you know, why am I going through this season, yeah. if you will? I never anticipated it. And so uh, getting plugged into Elevate Life Church was amazing. And then fast forward, uh, our associate pastor, Pastor uh, Leif, mm-hmm. uh, uh, launched his own church in Anna. And that's where we currently are, are uh, serving there in, in the great uh uh, city of Anna. Nice. Right on. Yeah. And so um, we are a core values led uh, podcast group. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, do you have uh, give us a, your top three core values that stick out to you? Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> it, it's just in a lot of it. I did my spiritual. I took my spiritual gifts many, many years ago. And so, you know, this has always resonated for me. And my first is to love. That is the number one core value for me, you know, and, and there's so many scripture, but, you know, that talks about Christ's love and God's love for each one of us. And, you know, Christ was even asked, what are your, what are the two, two strongest commandments, right? And love God with all your heart, might, and soul and love, love one another, love man as if you love yourself, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. You know, if, if we would if we could eliminate the hate in this world and we would start loving more, Man. you know, what a better place this we would, we would have How many things we could get done. Exactly. And Loving if, is so hard though. I mean, it's easy to hate. It's easy yeah. to, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree. That's my second core value. Yeah. And for the same reasons. Absolutely. And, yeah. Thank you. And, and my second is, to, is, uh, to, to serve. Um, I just, I have a, a passion for servanthood and, and that was again, one of my, my spiritual gifts. Uh, and and I, my core uh, scripture from that is is First um, Peter four ten where it says uh, every believer has received the grace gifts so use them to serve one another and so that has been uh, just really that has resonated with me 
uh, especially the older I've gotten mm-hmm. to realize, I mean, you know, Christ, he served his disciples. He washed their feet and, and he taught to love and to serve. And I think that if we continue to focus on that, again, what a better place this world would be that we are taking away our selfish tendencies and we're serving our spouses, you know, yeah. serving yeah. Our, our bosses, serving our, our kids even, and, and uh, just how that's going to continue to lay a foundation for our, for our future. And then my, my third um, core value is very, very important to me is, is to build relationships. Um, and even in it, that comes off of Romans one twelve, where it says that um, build relationships, that is, that I may be encouraged together with you while among you, each of us by others' faith, both yours and mine. And so, you know, Scripture encourages us to build relationships. Mm-hmm. And y'all, I mean, the, the, what we do at uh, Elevate Life Church and what we do, you know, at, at Grace Point is we so believe that when you build relationships with the individual— you are doing like-minded things with one another. You can go along and, you know, Alan, you bring a value to me that will help me be a better man. Scott, likewise, that you guys have something that I don't have. It's your uniqueness. I would have never known that had I not wanted to do life with you. And so, you know, every single day I'm trying to build relationships and and just, you know, we we can grow and we're better together when we are uh, working together with one another and supporting each other. So those are really, those are my three core values. Core scripture? Yeah, uh, my core scripture is, um, is, is probably um, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1. Let love be your highest aim. You know, and again, I just, again, I, I really can, my, my personal life is I just, I can't emphasize enough the importance of, loving one another um, and make that your very highest goal or your very highest aim. Uh, and when you do that, you're going to accomplish so much more. I mean, love con- overconquers hate every yeah. day. Yeah. And we just need to continue to do that, especially men as believers. Where is the most difficult challenge when it comes to loving other people? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a trick question, but and I'm just going. Well, I guess maybe the, rephrasing the question is: Where is it the most difficult to demonstrate love? Not necessarily to a person or whatever, but what what trips you up that you really have to think about, and how do you get past that? Yeah, it, and it's you know when somebody does you wrong, um, somebody hurts you or hurts a loved one. Uh, I I have a tendency of of taking that personal. And uh, it's, you know, it's not personal. It's, it's a lot of times somebody else's just selfish tendencies. It may just be the way that they are. They don't have uh, a focus of, 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 of where they are at that moment. It's all about just them. And so I have, it's, a, it's an ongoing struggle for me. It is something that I work with, honestly, y'all, daily. It's probably one of my, my greatest weaknesses is even though I have such a passion to love I also sometimes take things too personal when they do me wrong, and I have to remember that I've got to accept them. And loving somebody when they do you wrong, it's it's a lot harder. I mean, you can love people all day long when they're nice to you, and you know, <laughs> right. that, that's the easy thing. Give you gifts. They yeah. smiled at me. And right, awesome. yeah, yeah. But when somebody does you wrong, you know, to love your enemy, um, that is where I think it takes a lot of, of maturity, mm-hmm. spiritual maturity, and a lot of growth. 
and, and y'all, again, I'll be honest with you, that is probably one of my biggest struggles that I deal with on a regular basis. Um, so just, you know, to be transparent, that's, that's a, an area of opportunity for me to grow. But, you know, it, it's just, it's a daily, it's a daily uh, uh, struggle for, for me personally. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So, um, so we'll go ahead and get into our weekly topic. So we're going to be covering uh, section one of the book, Fight. Uh, fight, winning the battles that matter most by Craig Rochelle, and um, so to start off with, what did you think of the book? What was your biggest takeaway from section one? Yeah, you know, I'd say my my biggest takeaway is that, you know, we we as men we are designed to f- to fight for what we believe in. I mean, God designed us, and even in in uh, chapter one of this book, which is a phenomenal book. Very easy read. I enjoy Super reading easy. it. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, what, four chapters and a couple, couple hours per chapter. So you can get it done in a night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, in the book, uh, he talks about, he says that God created man to have a heart of a warrior. And he taught us that we are divine. Our divine desire is to fight for righteousness. And so, you know, we are we have to fight the good fight. We as men, especially men of, of, of our faith, and, and, and we stand up for what we believe in. There is so much wrong. We're in a, a daily spiritual uh, battle every day with, with, with the enemy. Mm-hmm. And so it is a, it is a, a daily battle. And, and so this book called simply called Fight, it's encouraging us to, as men to get up, stand up, stand up for what we believe in and fight the good fight and stand up and fight for righteousness and 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 god's going to provide us with all the the tools and the resources to be successful so that was really a key takeaway for me in this first chapter in your family of origin how was manhood described and modeled yeah you know what i'll be honest with you gentlemen i um i had not the easiest role model in fact i had no male role model in my life um, when my mother found out she was pregnant with me at the age of 19, so I, I was born in 1967, uh, being a single mother, my biological father wanted to have nothing to do with me. Um, he was so far removed. Now, my mother um, got remarried or got married at the age of three, and so I had a stepfather. My stepfather was, had very little to do with me personally. Um, he was always working so much that he didn't pour into me. So I had no upbringing from from a, a biblical perspective. I was not taken to church. I didn't have uh, core values poured into me. And so I didn't have really much of a male role model per se growing up. Mm-hmm. My mother is my hero. My mother is my rock. She was in essence a single mother in so many perspectives. But what it taught me now that I've been blessed and I'm fortunate that I have uh, grown sons I actually now have um, a grandson that's three and a grandson that's six. Is it, it, it taught me what not to do. When I did not have a, a strong male role model in my life, you know, certainly I could have easily turned to, you know, all kinds of, uh, of going down the wrong path, whether it be, you know, drugs or just, you know, drinking or whatever the case may be. For me personally, I always saw it as an opportunity not to be like that other person, not to be like what... Uh, and I could, you know, say, oh, what was me? You know, I don't have a, a male father, a male role figure. I don't have a male father, a male in my life. But I chose the other path and says, you know what? I want to do different. I want to be a differentiator. I want to make a difference and go down the path of, of being 
a, a godly man and and so that was that was uh that's what i went through growing up and and um but it did it did really make me a better person when it comes to uh the what was me what advice would you give your son if you saw him demonstrating a what was me attitude how would you correct him or get him thinking differently yeah you know i would i would just absolutely encourage him most important and and i can i can use my life example i think that a lot of times when we go through life and we have life experiences you know we, you guys remember you know pastor keith has always said when you know your your testimony you've been battle tested and you now have a testimony so in essence i have a testimony for my sons that you know if i could persevere if i could get through what i went through you can get through it as well. It may not always be the easiest thing to, to go through. You know, you're going to have these storms. We all know that we all have storms. Mm-hmm. But if you'll just stay persistent and, and persevere and know that there's always that light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so I, I, I would, that would be my, just my life experiences. And, and, and I know we as men, since all of us have kids, you know, we as men have gone through some uh, ex- life experiences. And that allows us to, to be able to... Uh, sit down with our kids and, and, and encourage them and help them get through whatever whatever trial they may be going through. And that question that you were saying about who taught you how to become a man, yeah. it's interesting. You kind of, uh, I don't I don't know how to say this. Uh, you, you pretty much said that your dad didn't teach you how, right? But actually, he did, didn't he? He did. Yeah. I mean, you just knew. Okay, that's how not to. Right. Instead of hey, this is how you do to. I think I think that was was pretty good. I think that yeah, you know, that kind of reminds me of, and I don't know what scripture it is. I don't, maybe it's not a scripture about how God takes even the bad things and turns them into something good for you. And I think that's a prime example right there. Oh, biblical literacy, literacy, literacy. I, know, I, 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 I just said a word again. I, I, know, I, words need, I need to up my biblical yes. literacy. Because you're right, that, that is what that is. He uses all things for our good. For right. our good, yeah. yeah. So even in the midst of, you know, like you said, you could have done the woe is me. Mm-hmm. But instead of doing that, you know, you said, well, I'm going to, now I know what not to do. Right. And so because now I know what not to do, I'm going to take that bad and turn it into something good as opposed to just multiplying that. And your kids are benefiting from it. Yeah. 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 yeah you know, I mean, every day we have choices to make. You know, we as men, men you know, and, and, and we as men, Christian men, you know, we have a lot more sometimes challenging and harder choices to make because we could easily go down the path of, well, what's everybody else doing? You know, I want to be like the world. I'm going to do what, what my peers are doing. Yeah. Well, everybody else is doing it, so I too can do that. But when we make that choice that we don't, we're not going to do what they were doing, that we're going to make our lives a better outcome, uh, God is absolutely going to make sure that he is with us every step of the way, and uh, he's going to get glorified for, for those, th- those better decisions that we're making. So, yeah. Yeah. So you talked earlier, uh, well, just a second ago, about uh, the challenges in life and, and, and different phases of life kind of that we grow up in. Uh, has marriage and, you know, also raising sons, has that changed your view of manhood? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's, <clears throat> I had, honestly, gentlemen, I had not a clue what it meant to be a man, you know, growing up again, because I didn't have a, a role model per se, but you know, uh, being married <laughs> definitely makes you humbled. Uh, it, it makes you want to uh, really appreciate your, your significant other, your spouse. 
And when you are uh, intentional, when you try to be intentional every day, you know, Pastor Keith, Pastor Life, our pastors in our lives have, have taught, encouraged us. But when you are intentional, when you're trying to be the very best version of yourself that you can be, uh, you, you're taking away, you're removing the selfish part of, of your tendencies. And marriage, a successful marriage, as we know, it's a daily, um, a, a really, it, you've got to work on it daily. I don't know if I, challenge is the right word, but certainly it's, it's an opportunity that you've got to strengthen that relationship on a daily basis. And so that in itself, and then when you see the birth of your child, I know, gentlemen, you've both experienced that. Yeah, yeah. My goodness gracious, you know, just seeing this, 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 this miracle that God delivered this beautiful, precious child from, from our wives' wombs and then just to watch them grow up to be that child, that man or woman, um, my goodness, it's just such a beautiful, beautiful opportunity to, to be a man that just leads these precious children. So um, it is always going to require a lot of work and effort, but I just, I just feel that, that God just continues to, to bless us when, when we're putting those things in perspective and that we're, we're, we're leading our families um, uh, but to serve and, and, and to attend church. And, um, and so that's, that's just some of the things that I've, I've, I've learned as I grow older. And, and I'm learning every day. I mean, I, it, it's, it's, every day is an opportunity to be a better version of yourself from yeah. the previous day and to be a better husband, a better father. Yeah. What is, what is the reason that gives you, you wake up every morning and know that I'm going to have to face a battle here and uh, I'm going to face it head on? Yeah, you know, <clears throat> I, I am, my personality is such as I'm, I'm a very passionate kind of person um, and I am passionate about what I believe in. And as mentioned earlier in, in this first chapter, I'm passionate for fighting for uh good over evil and I'm fighting I'm passionate about fighting the this spiritual battle that we all face every day and uh, so that knowing that God's called us for a purpose uh, all of us as men especially again men as believers that we are we have a, a great responsibility I mean there's a significant responsibility as, as men that we have families we you know we lead our families um, but we are to lead this fight, this spiritual warfare that we're, we're up against the enemy right now, we are called to, to go out and be a difference maker. And, you know, there's, that is the reason why I literally get up every day is that, you know, I pray God, you know, allow me to be a difference maker in t today when I wake up. And then tomorrow it's again the same thing and the day after and the day after. Um, I, I tell you that, um, you know, we're seeing so many these movements occurring all over the nation, all over the world. People are, you know, for whatever they believe in, whether it be, you know, the far left, whether it be, you know, alternative lifestyles, whether it be whatever, you know, people are creating a movement, if you will. We need to do the very same thing as men of believers. We need to continue to, to, to move and fight that spiritual battle because it's a daily struggle with so many men. I mean, again, I'm speaking specifically as we as men. There's so many men that uh, need that uh, resource and they need that, that group to really hold on to and, and to be strong with. And so that is my daily passion is to be able to just go out, use my core values, fight the good fight, fight that spiritual battle, but do it 
you know, with a, a, a passion, but a love. I mean, you know, you can, you know, you can have a stern love. And we know that, you know, oftentimes when we have to punish our kids, look, I love you. <laughs> I'm going to have to punish you. And this yeah. is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. But it's for the better good. And if we as, as believers will go out and do that very same thing, that we will go out and, and attack the enemy and do it because... Look, we know what's better out there for you. The path you're taking is, a, is whomever you're, you're trying to witness to or talk to, whether it be a, a family or friend. We know what's better for you, and I'm passionately wanting to help you get back on that right track. And so, y'all, it is a, that's what this entire book is really t- teaching us is to go out and just, you know, have a, have a passion, have a fire burning in your heart, but to be that differentiator in a world that's, that's it's a lot, our world's a lost world, and, and each one of us can make that difference. Yeah, it's it's interesting that you mentioned. Um, I just lost my train of thought, but it's interesting that you mentioned. You know, you talked about being a father and 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 raising you know little ones, and it's it's crazy too because like I I have a, a youngling, <laughs> a youngling, <laughs> yes, a youngling that I that I am raising with my my wife, and you know there could have been an opportunity that if I wasn't strong enough in my faith or my walk or what I believed in um, there could have been an opportunity that he also would have had not well would have not had a a strong father figure he would have had father figures because you know just the 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 people that my wife surrounds herself with um, but not a not a constant one if, Mm -hmm. if per se and so with that being said it's 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 scary a little bit um to, to know that like the one decision could have yeah and not that the, she would have gotten everything done like there are ladies out there you ladies are, are fantastic you, yes you give you need to give yourselves more credit than you do because you ladies are getting things done you're doing it without anybody's help not that you need help I mean I think we'll all take help if we can get it but um, yeah no so she would have gotten it done either way uh, but so yeah it's just I guess it was just on me to, to kind of say something about that. Mm-hmm. Just, it's very delicate with children. Uh, mm-hmm. What you, I, I find that what I do in front of him, mm-hmm. he <laughs> imitates. Mm-hmm. So like I, I'm Absolutely. shooing our, our cat away, and he does the same thing, and I'm like, oh boy. So it's just one of those things. He's kinda, always watching. Yes, always, always watching, watching. Always, always watching. Yeah, you know, we're always talking about uh, being an influence. Yeah. You know, and so whether you realize it or not, your kids are watching you. You have the biggest influence opportunity, the biggest impact to influence those precious kiddos um, in, a, in a positive manner or, or even a negative manner. Mm-hmm. If, if you happen to be a, a father or mother, but someone that's potentially, you know, doing things they're not supposed to be doing. But uh, we have an opportunity to be an influence um, in this world. And so whether it be our kids, whether it be our friends, a total stranger. And I heard a, a pastor one time mention this, that you, me, potentially may be the only Bible that a non-believer ever even reads or looks at. Mm-hmm. And so your actions, how we handle things, how we, how we carry ourselves on a daily basis, we have people that are watching us every single day, whether we even realize it or not. Um, if if, we, if it's okay, I just last night we were actually talking at our, our baptismal in Anna, we had a lot of first timers that came or people that had been watching online at our church. Mm-hmm. And so I had two different families come up to me. 
and I part of part of what I do, at our, you know, with our leadership, but just something little is is serving, you know, like we're serving in the parking lot, we're putting up banners across the the city of Anna, and so for the last year or so, I, my wife and I, myself mostly, have been out putting, hanging up banners uh, before services for special events last night for the baptismal service, uh, and the two different couples came up to me and they says, you know what, we've been watching you for the last year and a half. I never even knew it, but we've been watching you. She said, I've watched you out there in the pouring rain. I've watched you, you know, in, in the snow, uh, doing what you're doing. And it spoke volumes to us so much so that when we saw you putting up the signs on a weekly basis, we were new to the area. We started watching online. Now we've begun attending in person because of COVID. So, y'all, I had not even a clue that people were watching me do my daily routine or in this case the weekly routine so that hopefully is encouraging to know that people are watching us all the time and that goes back to what I mentioned a moment ago if we can be intentional daily and know that we can be a difference maker every day we have no clue whose lives we're touching you may never know God knows of course but uh, we may never know who we're touching but if we know deep down that we're doing the right thing we're fighting the good fight that we're representing um People are watching us, and, and that may very well, your actions and, and the way you carried yourself, that may very well be that differentiator. That person needed, if they've been far removed from church, maybe they, you know, they used to go and, and they've gotten unplugged, that may be exactly they're having a bad day. You open the door for someone, you smile on someone, you, you know, just a, a, a kind gesture. But people are watching us every day. Yeah, just listening to that, I, I hear your third core value uh, jumping out, and it's pretty awesome. You prove you walking that out, and I like yeah. that. That's, that's what core values are about. Amen. What fights have you had in the past that were the wrong ones? And, <laughs> and what lessons did you – I wanted to get to this one. <laughs> and what lessons did you pull from it? Oh, mercy, gentlemen. Okay, so again, just to, um, to be transparent, uh, I am now remarried, of course, to a precious, wonderful woman – and um, we were just uh, dating, and my uh, wife's ex-husband um, did not was not very kind to her um, through some <laughs> text messages, and it had something to do with with their their kids that they have together, their their, their teenagers, and there were some choices that that were made, and, and of course, anytime, unfortunately, it happens that there might be some finger pointing. And it got out of hand, but then my wife, if you know, you, you may know her. I know Alan knows her yeah. well. She is such a, a an introvert, quiet, kind-hearted woman that never has any ill intentions to ever do anything or say anything. He was not very kind to her, and unfortunately, I would then, in return, my response was not <laughs> was not Christ-like. And so, you know, when 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 we as men as you know, as believers. And in fact, it's funny in this book, I think in chapter two, you'll probably hear a little bit about it uh, next week, but you know, there was an incident where the pastor here was, um, well, I won't, won't spoil it for the, for the listeners, but, uh, had, uh, something happen to him and he very well could have acted like a lot of us might do in, in a heat of the moment, you know, where yeah. you, you kind of let your, you know, your, your, your guard down and you, and you, you know, you're, you're not being Christ-like. And so that resonated with me, um, even to this day, and I've asked for forgiveness, but uh, I, I didn't necessarily use any inappropriate choice of words, but I was extremely stern that it better not ever happen again because it, 
I hate to say it very well could <laughs> become physical. Mm-hmm. And again, y'all, that is not, that's not, you know, God's intent for us as, as being a believers. But it was that, that male, that man uh, uh, side of me that came out that, you know, we're, again, we're also very passionate for what we believe in. And when you've got a sweet, precious wife that is, that you love, yeah. you love so much. And yeah. she is, you know, <laughs> such a, you know, she's such a lover too. She's not a, you know, and I'm a lover. I'm, you know, we're not, not a fighter per se, but yet, when you see someone hurt, you know, that just strikes your core nerve. And so I uh, approached uh, this, this ex-husband and we did have a, a conversation and uh, though it didn't start out well, we had a conversation. We laid we had, hands on yes, it. I we, like it. Yes, I, we did it. it um, but it ended up starting out not uh, where I would have liked to have had it, but it ended up, it started out bad, but it ended up, and, and we were actually uh, decent friends as a result of this. Yep. Um, so, and so much of that had to be with me acknowledging that I was wrong. And I think that we as men sometimes, you know, it may be our, our pride, our ego. Some of us may say, you know, I'm not going to ever apologize. And I was like that for a long time. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the kind of person that wanted to initially apologize. But I knew I was wrong for the way I addressed it. Anyway, that had really um, turned out for the better because of God. <laughs> right. So would you say that's a lesson that you learned then, learning that uh, maybe your pride or ego got in the way? Yes, sir. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it was another example of where I mentioned earlier that I've had a problem. You know, if somebody does me wrong, yeah. or more important, if they do my wife or my kids wrong, you know, how many of us are just, you know, we're about to just explode, Who right? Wants to die <laughs> I mean, if somebody hurts our, you know, our loved ones, yeah. and so that is where, you know, it, it, it really taught me. And again, it's, it's a daily fight for me to say, okay, God, I'm sorry. Somebody cuts you off in traffic. You know, somebody does you wrong. God, maybe they're having a bad day. And he very well could have been having a day. And he even admitted uh, that he was having a bad day at the time. And, and he apologized profusely. And, uh, but it was, it was. Because he knew you were going to lay hands on him if he didn't. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's funny, y'all. And, 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 and Listeners don't know me, but I'm not a very large man. Uh, but I, I have uh, uh, acquired some some uh, some training over the years because I was never a very big guy. You so got a little I, bit of Liam Neeson in him. Yeah. So well, yeah. So and, and he and and so it just um, I studied um, kenpo, which is a Chinese uh, oh, karate nice. martial art for all through high school and college, and and I started start. I still try to stay very active, but. Again, all that to say that I'm not at all boasting, but uh, it, it was it could have very well, very well could have turned ugly uh, because of me not being a mature. My initial response yeah. <laughs> was not a mature response, but it did end up turning uh, turning out okay. Would you say that was maybe a, a period where you kind of turned the other cheek instead of going to that edge and going like, well, you want it, let's. You want to dance? Let's dance. <laughs> Instead of and just yeah. going, you know what? Hey, you know, I, I, I'm wrong for yeah. for what I did or what I said. Yeah, that was definitely an eye opener for me. It was definitely, and you know what, y'all? I even told my wife I apologized to her because I was I went off the handle. Uh, I told her what I was about to do, and of course she pleaded with me. But I then apologized and I said, I really do believe this very well could have been a test by God that allowed me to go through this knowing that I might initially handle it the way I did, but he's testing me to say, Mike, I've taught you better than this. You are better than this. So you can lower your standards and you can lower yourself by 
handling that way physically or you know verbally or physically or you can be the better man and my wife actually challenged me to be the better man mm. and y'all I can't tell you how much more gratifying that is uh, versus you know what the other scenario could have occurred but again I just I thank God daily and again it's 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 I remember that every day now whenever again something happens crosses my path whether it be somebody that's just not nice to me God is that maybe are you maybe tested me yet again so that I can show love to this person that's done me wrong or done my family wrong maybe they're even going through a greater struggle and I have no clue what they're going through but then if I will open up my hand arms and say look man hey what you did was wrong but I'm going to love you anyway oh my gosh I'm sorry I didn't realize I hurt you or hurt them the way I did but yeah my life is really a mess and because you're showing some compassion and love you know thank you and and so that that is us being the hands and feet of our Lord and Savior and I think yeah that's why I don't put love first because I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have some yeah. Uh, words. Uh, yeah, right. so that's some good stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm sitting here trying not to say things like this, but uh, when you're mentioning about you know someone coming at your wife, uh, I've had two opportunities to do a better job the past couple of weeks, which is someone on the other end of the phone. She's been working with the AT and T and some other people, and and you could tell like. Three and a half hours into this conversation, she's in tears, right? And I'm just wanting to rip that phone out of her hand and just go, look, it's not, you know, so yeah, uh, having right. to demonstrate, uh, you know, they, they watch you. Someone's I, I, watching. Yeah, I have to do the same thing because, yeah. you know, my wife will tell me about a situation. I'm like, listen, this is what you need to do. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's nip this in the bud. Let, this is what you need to do. But and, and it's good because, and you mentioned, Mike, that your, your wife had, had kind of challenged you. And I don't, I don't want to say challenge, but you know, maybe did a little course correction as mm-hmm. to here's a better option. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that's when we get those course corrections, like when in that situation with my wife and she was like, well, listen, I can't say that because of X, Y, Z. And I'm like, all right, all right. But with that being said, it's, it, I, I'm glad that your wife was there to kind of like steer you like, Hey, don't do this. Let's do this because it's better. You know, the outcome might not, be as fruitful mm-hmm. <laughs> as we would have liked to go the other direction. Depends on how we look at it. Mm-hmm. I'm yes. just kidding. I'm, I'm <laughs> need, I mean some, uh, some help here. But I, I think that that the course correction that we receive from our significant others um, that God has placed in our lives is is extremely important. Mm-hmm. And I know that it, it's as a as a man, it's it's easy sometimes to overlook that and just mm-hmm. go like, well, she doesn't understand. But no, I think, matter of fact, she does understand because I think a lot of times they want to fight just as much as we do, if not more. Mm -hmm. I know someone in my house that likes to fight a little bit more than me. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) We're at that time. So what do we got going on next week? So next week, we will be covering section two of the book Fight, uh, and we will have (laughs) Pastor Lee Hendricks on. Right. I'm going to call him Pastor MVP. (laughs) Pastor MVP. I'm coming for you, sir. Yeah. So we'll have him on to talk about. um, Yeah. uh, The the section is entitled Strong Men with Weak Wills. So we'll talk about that next Mm. week. It's a a tradition here. We have our guests pray us out. Oh. Uh, So if you would uh, give us the honor, sir. Oh, I would love that. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah. Father, Lord, we just thank you for allowing us to come together uh, amongst uh, men, uh, uh, men of, of, that are believers, and, and Father, that we're just here to support one another. Lord, I hope in my, my hope and my prayer today is that something I said uh, resonates with our listeners, and, and that they it's relatable, and it encourages them 
uh, and they know that 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 uh, they're loved, that they are uh, we're we're stronger, we're better together, and we can we can be like-minded and we can do life together, and that they just have a support mechanism. And, and Father, they just know that uh, that the good days are ahead of them if they happen. If there's anybody that happens to be struggling, Lord, I just pray an anointing and, a, and favor and blessing over their life this very moment, Lord. I know that there's a lot of men out there that that po- po- potentially are, 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 they've got some struggles and they may be fighting a, a, a bad fight. They may be fighting the, the devil. But Lord, I just pray over them right now that they know that they can they can uh, get through this and that they can fight the good fight and, and that, that we're all here to help one another, Lord. And I just I don't know the needs of every person, but my, my prayer today is that that uh, they will today will be a new beginning for them that they can be yes. uh, released from whatever's holding them back and that they can get back on the right path and father we just i just again so honored and privileged to be here with these amazing men that uh, i'm just so blessed to be part of and i just pray continued anointing blessing and favor over everybody's life in jesus name amen amen, amen. that's some good stuff